0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Water Audio MMA Show. We've been gone for so long, I nearly forgot the name. Uh, it's me, Dustin Alberti, and it's Adam Ganim. He's here. We're sitting here, finally. Still in shock. All kinds of stuff happening since we last talked, since we last uh, did anything. It's been a minute. <laughs> um, so we're here to talk about what was... Is now the largest card that UFC's ever done, despite the fact that last time we did one, which was five UFCs ago, was supposedly the biggest UFC card of all time. But it ended up falling all kinds of apart.
1: And it was still a really good card. It was a really it was, good card. But it was, yes. it was definitely underwhelming for, for, this, for what it was supposed to be. This
0: card, in theory... And if everything goes well between now and Saturday, you hush.
1: It is not Saturday yet.
0: I said between now and I was, Saturday. I was
1: actually talking to my buddy yesterday, and he sent me a text, and he said, "Wow, I cannot believe all. We're almost here, and all these fights came through, and nobody went down, but Evans and Kennedy." <laughs> and so I long. sent him a very <laughs> angry response back, like, "You're better like, than that. What is wrong with <laughs> you? Do you we know?" Still got three days to go, people. Fall on uh, and crack their heads on bathtubs during weight cuts yeah, and, and sprain stupid, their ankles. And stupid yeah, stuff. Yeah, anything can happen. It is the, the fucking dumbest game. stuff.
0: All right. Well, uh, anything you wanted to talk about outside of this card, really quick? Or are we just going to jump right into this, this I card? I think we jump right into it. Let's jump right into it. We'll, Absolutely. we'll do some quick picks on the uh, prelims and then we'll get to the main card of this. Let's do it. So, the first fight is Liz Carmouche versus. Caitlyn? Chukagian, yes,
1: Chukagian, yes. Yes. All right, so this Shukagian girl, she's a relative novice in fighting. She, I think she has, like, eight fights or something like that. But she trains with Mark Henry, who is uh, Frankie Edgar's trainer. She trains with Henzo Gracie, Eddie Alvarez, Edson Barboza, that, that whole team. So, I mean, the chick can fight. Um, she's a lot like a female Frankie. She uses a lot of angles, a lot of movement, crisp boxing, comes in behind her jab a lot. And then she's got a pretty smothering ground game. Um, but Liz Carmouche is a grappler by trade, and she actually switched her training camp. She trains at uh, 10th Planet School um, in California, so I would expect her to have a much-evolved ground game. She's actually been participating in some grappling tournaments lately, um, but getting Chukagian down, she's a pretty pretty big girl f- for the weight class. I kind of feel like she Frankie Edgars her, and Chukagian wins by decision.
0: Oh. Well, seeing is the only one I know is Liz Carmouche. I'm gonna take your word for it. <laughs> I'm gonna take your word for it. We'll just go Shikagian across the board. Second fight, who, two people who you would think main card most of the time when they were fighting, but they just they've fallen is this quite Sa- a bit. Is this
1: Sapo and Boach? No, no. This is oh. Miller
0: Miller Alves.
1: Okay, so, all right. See, now
0: I understand why they're where they're at, but it do you many, look um, like how many a fights do they
1: have on the Fight Pass prelist? Uh, two, just two now because that's why they need a fight yeah. pass headliner. It's like well, when, uh, when they
0: were originally on it anyways. The Boch, uh Rafael Natal was supposed to be headlining it, but it got moved to the FS ones because Kennedy got um, scrapped. Right, Evans got scrapped. Because yeah,
1: what they've been doing is what happened is this guy named Eric Winter, who is a big guy from Yahoo, um, he got hired to be in charge of the UFC fight pass. And so they've been trying to kind of get people to join and stuff like that by putting bigger fights on Fight Pass. So, like, they did Dustin Poirier versus Joe Duffy was the first one, which that should have never been on Fight Pass. So there are, it seems like every card they're trying to put, like, one decent card. They did it on 200. What was it, like, Lozon and Sanchez, I yeah, think. Yeah, Lozon Sanchez. Was the Fight Pass headliner. So, yeah. Yeah, Jim Miller versus yeah. Tiago Alves. Um Man, okay, Jim Miller. Jim Miller's a little too far gone at this point. Actually, he fought Joe Lozon in his last fight, and I thought Joe Lozon got robbed. I thought, I thought Lozon, Lozon, Lozon won that yeah. fight. Uh, yeah, Jim Miller's way past his prime. Tiago Alves, I mean, isn't a spring chicken gonna or anything. I was going to say they're both but pretty, crazy pretty is far past it. Tiago's dropping down to lightweight. He he used to have trouble making one seventy. Yeah. I, I just don't understand how he's going to get the lightweight. Happen, but no. I mean, if the cut goes well. And he he can he acclimates to that weight class. I mean, he should destroy Jim Miller.
0: Well, not only that, he, he's so big that he could easily just work that entire division. He could quickly absolutely. get into the top
1: ten. Who has nastier low kicks than than Tiago Alves, Barboza, and Aldo? Yeah. Who else? Nobody. They are the three nastiest yeah. low kickers how it in the works. game. Yeah, absolutely. So that's always a weapon. He's got good power. Um, he always had a size and reach disadvantage at 170. So it'll be interesting to see fighting you know same size guys if uh he'll be able to have a little more success i i think he uh i don't think he's going to finish jim miller but i I, because i think he's going to come out very patient he's not going to want to test the gas tank too much with the first fight it being 155 yeah i think patient come behind the jab land his low kicks miller's a a southpaw so that turns into an inside low kick which will really do some damage and yeah i got a tiago by decision
0: yeah i think unless uh unless something crazy happens and Either Elvez gasses himself out because it is such a large drop, or if Miller catches him with some crazy submission. Which could happen. I don't know. Miller yeah. is nasty on the ground. I know, he that's what I'm saying. Charles that's, Oliveira. That's I, no. think, I, think Alves, I think that Alves could actually knock him out if it came down to it. I believe it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I believe it. Um, just just due to power and size. Yeah. I, just, I don't think Tiago's going to really push the pace. Yeah, no, that's but what I'm saying. If he doesn't gas himself patient. out, I think, yeah, like you said, yep, it's going to be yep. a – But it'll be a good fight.
0: And those are the fight pass prelims. There's only two of That's them. It. Like I said, things got moved. Right. Uh, which brings us to the FS1 prelims. And uh, you're going to tell me with this name. It's Vincente, Vincente Luque. Vincente <laughs> Luque. Exactly oh, it's even easier then. About, yeah. Vincente it's, Luque. It's very
1: easy. Okay. Um, and then the guy he's fighting is Bilal Muhammad, who's relatively new in the game. He's a pretty meat and potato striker. I've heard some good things about him. Yeah, actually. He's, I think he's had two fights in the UFC. He fought uh, Alan Joban at first, which that was a hell of a fight. Great, great fight. Really good fight. Close fight. But uh, Joe Ben ended up coming away with it. And he just, I think Muhammad just fought not too long ago. Um, I don't recall who it was. But I just, I mean, he's a decent fighter. He's tough. I mean, Joe Ben hit him with everything. And he just kind of kept coming. But Luque is a guy that you want to keep an eye on. All right. He actually came from, uh, he's a member of the Black Zillions. So trains with Rashad, Tyrone Spong, Anthony Johnson, Michael Johnson. Uh, Eddie Alvarez, yeah. uh, Stephen Struve, everybody, all right? That, that camp is huge. So a couple of years ago, uh, the UFC did a season of the Ultimate Fighter, which was American Top Team versus the Black, the Black Zillions. Zillions. Vincente Luque was one of the best fighters from the Black Zillions team, and he's been undefeated since. He's got nasty stand-up. Uh, he's good on the ground. He's just a really, really well-rounded fighter. I think he's coming off a first-round knockout win in his last fight. Um, I think he knocks below Muhammad off to take your word for it. We'll go Vincente Luque, which sounds a lot like Lu Kang.
0: And I like to think that he fights like Lu Kang. He's loud. He, he fights like
1: Lu Kang. He's a bit more Brazilian than Lu Kang is, but
0: it's pretty close. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> <laughs> a bit more. A bit more. You mean entirely Brazilian as there compared you know. <laughs> to Asian? Uh, and then the next fight is uh, Rafael Natal versus Tim Boach.
1: Sapo. Sapo. Which means frog in Portuguese. Yes. If you don't know. Brazilian fighters have the weirdest nicknames. The weirdest in the nicknames. World. Fabricio Verdum, his nickname is nicknamed Vi Cavalo. What does that mean in Portuguese? Go horse. <laughs> what? Well, yes, he looks like a horse. He looks but like there's just. There's just all kinds like uh, Sagano, Junior dos Santos. His name means gypsy. Like, gypsy. What? well, gypsies. <laughs> the names sound badass because you Portuguese him, just sound but if you look at him, he kind of looks but like a gypsy. I guess, but it's, they're just weird. That's weird. But then you got a guy like Paul Harris, who is nicknamed Tokinho, which means little tree stump. That is a perfect example. <laughs> perfect um, example. But anyway. <laughs> anyways. Um, if you're talking about this fight, though, you know everybody knows how good this card is. Yeah. It's a long card. It's going to be a four-and-a-half-hour pay-per-view. This is your time to take a nap.
0: This, this fight's
1: going to be your time <laughs> to take a nap. This is your time to take a nap. I think uh, both Sapo and uh, Boach. Boach are yes. kind of like Miller both. Pretty far gone at this point. Boach mm-hmm. just—he's got
0: power. He likes
1: to very strong. Throw an uppercut yeah, he, and knock yeah. someone out. Like with like o- when he knocked out Okami, yes. uppercuts from hell. He's got the power. Yeah. Um, I think he'll knock Sapo out. To be honest, I, I believe do. it. Yeah. Sounds about right. Yeah, I don't. I was gonna say he, the same I don't thing. won't last very long. Sapo leaves his chin straight out there. He kicks with his hands down. He's—I mean—he's a good fighter. Don't get me wrong. And a very good uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt. But. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think Boach puts him out.
0: Next up the. Uh, co-headliner on the main event of the FS1 prelims. We got Khabib Nurmagomedov versus Michael Johnson.
1: Man. Man. I am of the opinion that Habib's a bit overrated.
0: See, I was going to actually bring that up to you yeah. after uh, we talked about this fight, but go ahead, continue about how he's overrated.
1: I mean, people saw – I think what people think too much about Habib is his last big fight before he got injured was he ragdolled RDA. And everybody was like, oh, my gosh, if he can do that to RDA, what's he going to do to the rest of the division? But then he tore his ACL, and then he was out for over two years. So I think people still kind of have that in the, back of his, in the back of their minds. And his striking is very sloppy, very, very, very sloppy. He, everything that he throws is to get his opponent to stand up. So then he can get on on their legs. So he throws a lot of high kicks. He throws a lot of long uppercuts straight from the stance, which I think could really get him caught against Michael Johnson. Michael Johnson is a slick striker. The way he put out Dustin Poirier in his last fight was very sad for me because I'm a huge Dustin Poirier fan, and he Same. knocked him out cold. <laughs> so I mean, it's tough if Johnson defends the first few takedowns. I think it's his fight to lose. It's fair.
0: Now the reason I was going to bring up uh, your overrated Khabib is because we've talked before, where we've we basically believe that Khabib or Ferguson should be fighting for the title, absolutely in the lightweight division. And really, you were you've it, always you've always really leaned Ferguson. I've always pretty much leaned Khabib. After watching Ferguson pick RDA apart mm-hmm. for about. Three and a half rounds because the beginning of the fight was pretty.
1: Yeah, I had I had a three 2 I gave yeah. I gave RDA one and three. I gave Ferguson two four and five. Yeah, he but three it, was close. Yes, three he, four or two four and five were not. Not at all. Yeah, that was not that was time. Tony Ferguson all day.
0: And that's I I am I'm, I'm now I'm now on the uh, Ferguson train that he deserves he it is. more than, you and know, and you know not even so much the I how I looked at Khabib versus RDA it was more I just looked at Khabib's record and said at this point. 23-0, Yeah, 0, you're 23-0. Yeah, and 0. Right, You right. deserve a title shot. But as you're watching Ferguson fight, I just want to see him. What's
1: crazy, though, is Khabib is probably 10-0 at the most. Yeah. Russia is famous for having them fight nobody.
0: Yes, and even um, when you do lose, the uh, judge cards come exact, back a little. Exactly. Fedor. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I didn't say that, Russia. I'm so sorry. Putin, it wasn't no, me. It was right, Adam. Right,
1: right, right, uh, But, yeah, I'll go with the upset. I think Michael Johnson will catch him.
0: I think Khabib's going to win it, and I think it's going to end up, uh, depending on what happens in this main event, I think it's going to end up being uh, Khabib or Ferguson versus the champ, or it's going to be Khabib versus Ferguson for who's going to become the champ.
1: I will also put money down that if Connor wins the belt, they will keep Khabib away from Connor for as long as possible. Oh, yeah. Especially if he ragdolls Michael Johnson the way that he ragdolled our yeah, game.
0: Yeah. Connor doesn't need his legs taken
1: off. No, 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 not so much.
0: So uh, that brings us to the... Main event of the prelims, Frankie Edgar versus Jeremy Stevens.
1: Uh, uh, I mean, Frankie's the all-around better fighter. Everybody knows that. Yep. Jeremy Stevens has a puncher's chance. Yes. That's really all there is to it. Frankie's I, just
0: going to stick and move, stick and move, stick and move, stick and move, move I around, stick and move, look move a around, around like stick and
1: move, move around, stick and move. I think like the Cub Swanson fight uh, where Frankie threw a lot of fakes, and you'll see the ground game return. He's going to use a lot of ground and pound. Um I think Frankie is going to push an incredible pace to try yeah. to get the power away from Jeremy Stevens early. Yeah. Um one thing that I'm questioning is Jeremy Stevens all of a sudden has just like I don't even know what to call it. Like learned how to fight in the past couple <laughs> of years. Like, yeah, like he he's has, learned how to fight. He has amazing cardio. His leg kicks are nasty. Which camp is Jeremy Stevens in? Uh, Alliance, Alliance with uh, Dominic Cruz yeah. and like all that. I explain. He, yeah. you're starting to see a little bit of Dominic's style in uh in how um. I feel like Jeremy Dominic's Stevens gotten
0: a lot of. He's put his hands in a lot of people's training with people who are training. In Absolutely. Listen, I don't like Dominic. I think he's. But the man is I think a technical he's, genius. He knows that yeah. his career's coming. For sure. Sooner than later, and he's starting to head more towards that coaching area. Why doesn't he
1: want to fight Dillashaw? Hey, Sam. <laughs>
0: hey. I don't think he wants to fight Garbrandt either. I don't think he wants to fight anybody. I think Except he just wants he is to, wants to rest on his. Yeah, he's gonna. We'll talk about that in the coming mm-hmm. in the coming weeks. So to the main card, our main card is uh. Oh
1: yeah, Frankie by decision.
0: Oh Frankie by decision. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go uh, same. Frankie by decision. It's gonna be a unanimous one. It's not gonna be split. Nothing like that. No. So our main card is uh let's start it off, two oh five. We got Misha Tate versus Raquel Pennington. Did
1: you say Raquel?
0: Raquel Raquel. <laughs> did I say Raquel? You did Probably it was Spectacular. Raquel.
1: Raquel Pennington, Raquel. yes, yes, yes. Okay, so this is kind of funny because we were talking about Vincente Luque and the Ultimate Fighter. Raquel Pennington was on the Ultimate Fighter, and Misha Tate was her coach. Yes. So uh, this this is pretty crazy, and it was funny. At uh, the face-off yesterday, I expected, you know, the real friendly, you know, oh, yay, we're funny. Misha no. Tate's not friendly. No, neither to one anything. of them was best. Right. I didn't see it. They didn't shake hands. Oh. I don't think Raquel Pennington took her hands out of her pocket. Ooh. They just stared down. So I think it's going to be a good fight. But Misha is the much better grappler. I yeah. feel like she can take it to the ground whenever she wants, and I think she submits her. She's
0: a former champion. I don't see Pennington getting near world and, and, champion class. Right? And people forget fight fight.
1: how good of a grappler Misha Tate is. Yes. like She is absolutely phenomenal against anyone but the best of the best, Ronda Rousey, Amanda Nunez. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, so I think Misha submits her.
0: Uh, fight two on the main card, which, in my opinion, is going to be fight of the night. Dude, Calvin Gaslam. Versus Donald Cowboy Cerrone. Yeah, it's gonna be just. It's gonna be a war, and just. You think it's gonna be a war? I think it's gonna be because I think I think Kelvin's not gonna be able to really take him to the ground. He's
1: Definitely not gonna take him. To the
0: and ground. he's gonna and stand there and trade. And he's not gonna want to take him to the ground. And I don't think I don't think gonna knocked out. Nope. I just think it's gonna be two dudes hitting hitting each other.
1: If Gaston goes down,
0: Donald Cerrone loves hitting people.
1: Here's how I see this. I see. Cowboy catching Gastelum on the feet, hurting him, not finishing him, hurting him. Kind of like how we did with Barbosa. Stepped him with the jab, rocked him real quick, took his back, choked him out real fast because yeah. he was kind of not. That if if Cowboy finishes, that's how I see it going. I can down. see that happening. Um, Gastelum's a tough dude. Remember, that's, he used to fight one eighty five. Yeah, yeah that's is what I'm a, saying it's going to be not a small man.
0: And and crazy enough. Cerrone used to fight at 155. Right, absolutely. So this is uh, basically meeting in the you middle. have seen
1: pictures of Cowboy? He, he is, is ridiculous looking. He looks like a middleweight. Yes. Yeah, I mean, it's. he was standing next to Luke Rockhold. They were at the BMF ranch. And, I mean, there yeah. wasn't a huge difference. No. Like, yeah, Rockhold was definitely bigger, but it was like, whoa. Um, I, I, yeah, I, I take this as Gastelum has to come out fast because we know that Cowboy is a slow starter. He's yeah. always been. He takes a minute to get his range and, and get really into the fight. And so Gasoline has to come at him like a fucking freight train right off the bat. Or I think Cowboy's just gonna kinda pick him apart. The biggest
0: danger of that though is Cowboy's not gonna get tired. No, and Cowboy gonna, has so many He's weapons. gonna let you he's gonna let you come in fast, he's
1: gonna like his and gotten to be a better fighter, he's, he's just he's added so many weapons. So like something where he's never been a very good boxer. So what he did is he added intercepting knees and counter kicks so when people come at him with you know with huge overhands, like when Eddie Fought him and he's he's in the clinch and Eddie's just grabbing his head and teeing off on him. Well, that can't happen to Cowboy. He ate like 50 unanswered punches before he figured out what the hell was going on. But then for the rest of the fight, you saw every time Eddie would shoot in, Cowboy would shoot that that uh, rear knee right up, and it that's like getting stabbed right into your solar plexus.
0: And hurts. Hor- yes, it
1: hurts a lot. So Cowboy has, and I really I give this credit to Brandon Gibson, his strike his new striking coach, uh, who's also John Jones' striking coach. Um, that man just he knows what's up. He, he knows. He knows how to tailor make the perfect game plan, and yeah, I think Cowboy either wins the decision or he hurts him on the feet and finishes him with a rear naked choke.
0: Yeah, I think that Bam. he could easily finish him. I just I think that the beginning of this fight, and if it goes two three rounds, it's just gonna or two rounds and into the third. I don't think it's gonna get yeah. past the third. Yeah. If, if he yeah. does finish him, if I think Gaston it'll be in the out, third
1: though. I, I really think in the first like two minutes you'll be able to tell how the fight's going.
0: Yeah, out. I think if it gets to that second round, third round, I think it's gonna be a
1: hell of a fight. Yeah. Cowboy don't slow
0: down. The only other he fight coming, that man. could he possibly beat so this long. for Fight of the Night, in my opinion, is the next fight, mm-hmm. which is Chris Weidman versus Yoel Romero. You see this as Fight of the Night, huh? Um, I, I think that it can be, because I think Yoel Romero has something to prove. Chris Weidman has something to prove. They're just going to want to hurt each other. They both want that title more than anything right now. And Bisbing isn't willing to give either of them the shot, necessarily.
1: No, he wants Wideman. Does he? Yeah, he wants Weidman. Well, good yeah, for him, because... Yeah.
0: Before it seemed like he just wanted to I uh, hate, I, I hate fight old Bis- people. I, I he wanted to fight I old people. I just
1: can't people. have Michael Bisping being champion <laughs> just anymore. Don't want Come it. on, Jagger, just break his arm. <laughs>
0: don't want it anymore. You don't want to fight Jagger no, either. No, that's what I'm saying. Um,
1: he doesn't seem to want to fight people. Yoel Romero, I almost put in the same category as Habib. Um, a bit overrated. You think so? I do. I I think Wideman's going to be I hot think, takes. Yeah, I think he'll be faster on the feet than Wideman. I mean, he's an Olympic wrestler. That's always going to be there. He's incredibly explosive, but. Weidman, I think this fight comes down to intangibles. Weidman's in New York. This yeah. is what he's wanted that's, his entire life. I just don't – it was like when Stipe in Cleveland. That's you were the only not reason beating Stipe in Cleveland. This could be a fight of the night or even the performance
0: of the York. night. I think Weidman's going to go out there and want to show off for his hometown. Well, much like his hometown.
1: needs to push the pace against Cowboy, Weidman needs to come out and push the pace right away against Romero because Romero gasses in almost every single fight. He's a very large man. That's what happens. Um – So, yeah, I think Wyden comes out, pushes the pace right off the bat, wears him down, and I think he either ground and pounds or submits him.
0: All right. So that brings us to the three title fights of the evening. Going to these ones a little bit more more in-depth-ish. Oh, yes. So we've got uh, the first title fight of the evening – which is Joanna Jančejic. I'll say, which name do you want to take? Verse, Carolina Kovokovic. Kovokovic. K- Koval- there we I go. I got it. That was better. It just better. took me a second yep, to. Yep, 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 my brain, yep, yep. I've been thinking of yep. these names all day, and I basically lost space with Nirma Magomedov.
1: And There's a lot of Ioana consonants on this, on this podcast.
0: A lot of consonants. Not many vowels. No. A lot of consonants.
1: Joanna's no, no. um, amazing. Carolina is diet Joanna. Yeah. Joanna Light, whatever you want to call her. Everything she does, Joanna does better. There's no way she's winning this fight. No. Joanna's going I it. guess
0: we don't really have to go on that one too in depth. I, there's nothing. I mean. I don't think anyone's beating Joanna anytime soon. I don't
1: want to. I love Joanna. She's amazing, but she is who she is. She fights yeah. how she fights. She's not coming in every Somebody will fight. sooner
0: or later figure it out.
1: But what's interesting for this fight is she switched her camp. She doesn't train in Poland anymore. Yeah. She, she's at ATT she's now. She's to America. Which she's going to come out even better. Yeah. Better grappling. I mean she's gonna finish this chick.
0: I believe it. Yep. It won't take too long, I don't think. Done. There it is. <laughs> so far I don't think we've really disagreed with anything besides no. you saying that neither of those fights might be fight of the night, but I think that at least I think at least Wideman could get a performance of the night. And I think that Gastelum versus Cerrone could be farther than night if it gets to that second, third round Yeah, I mean, I'm not disagreeing with situation. you. I don't know, you seemed like you were. I am. And you were calling Khabib overrated. do fuck well. <laughs> Anyways. The fight. So, the co-main event of the evening is Tyrone Woodley versus Stephen Wonderboy Thompson, which I think is getting overlooked quite a bit on this card. Well, yeah. Despite the fact that it's a co-main. Well, I even think like some of the undercard fights
1: are getting more... Because all anybody's talking about is Connor and Eddie. Well, yeah, but no, I think even some
0: of the undercard yeah. fights are getting more than Woodley and Wonderboy. I forgot it was on there until I thought about it. Yeah,
1: have you noticed people don't like Woodley? No, they
0: yeah, don't. They don't. Like, and it, you know, I don't think Wonderboy really gets all that much attention either. Like, he's oh, the perfect have face. Been,
1: have you not been. Wonderboy's a little bit too much of a goody goody. Well, that's, well, that's why. the thing. He's like, like the like, perfect they're, they're face. Right, of there's got to be something UFC. with you. So, they, they a yeah. lot of people probably think he's fake. But he might John not,
0: Jones in a few years. We don't know. Right.
1: But that's not how he is. He comes from a traditional martial yeah. arts background, which is all about respect and humility. He's been doing karate since he could freaking walk. Yeah, his entire I mean, family. I mean, yeah, is. That, yeah, that's their whole family is martial arts. That that's what it's about. My, my kickboxing instructor is the same way. It, it's all about respect and honor and humility. That, that is what true martial arts is all about, and that's what Wonder Boy is. Um, but Tyron Woodley... Is not happy lately. He's coming no, in. No, I, I, I was listening to it. Yeah, he's about. coming in with a chip on his shoulder because he feels like he's not getting the respect. He, he's like, I'm champion. Why, why are people not respecting me? He, he's the underdog. He doesn't like that. Um, he got booed at the press conference. Uh, Wonderboy has kind of become like an adopted son of New York because he trains with Weidman now. Yeah. Uh, Wonderboy's sister married, or brother married Weidman's married. sister, yeah, or, or yeah. something like that. I think where, it's, or no, did Weidman marry his sister? Wiseman's sister married somebody from Wonder Boy's family. I or just did, don't know who.
0: I thought that – or did Wonder – I don't know. We'll have to figure it out no, it's, de- it's definitely Wy- –